Hello, podcast listeners. I hope this finds you very well as you tune into today's episode. A shorter one today, I want to talk a little bit about this concept of daily tasks and intentions. How can we get the most out of the day? How can we show up to do the work versus end up in a slippery slope of distraction and avoidance? So in a previous episode, I talked about this concept of cultivating a morning of intent. Cultivating intent at the start of the day. What does that really mean? Well, one of the concepts at play here is that if we don't know where we want to go, it's a lot harder to find the destination. So we could zoom out and look at the macro level. We could be talking about a one, two, three, five year sort of plan or vision. Or we could be talking about the micro level on the daily level or even specifically within a task. And the same thing is ringing true on all of them. If we don't really know where we want to go, if we don't know what we're looking to create, what we want to do, what we want to achieve or the outcome that we're moving towards, it doesn't need to be a straight line, but towards, then it can be very difficult to actually get there because we don't specify it. One of the reasons, as a side note, that we don't specify these things is because it does put us on the hook. So this concept of setting intention is a vulnerable act. It requires bravery because it puts us on the hook. It asks for us to put ourselves out there, to write down, to make clear where we want to go such that we have more of a chance of getting there. We have some outline, some direction. We have the intention. But then, of course, it exposes us to potentially falling short. So that's one of the big reasons I think a lot of people avoid this stuff. A lot of people avoid um, being specific in terms of where they want to go, what they want to do. Uh, on the bigger scale, of course, we see this all the time, uh, particularly with small business owners, but on this micro level as well. And what it does is really, if we, if we don't clarify this stuff, it really just opens us up to distraction, inaction, avoidance, which can be kind of a vicious cycle for a lot of people. So I wanted to come back around and talk about this a little bit more and outline a couple of things that I go through. Perhaps you may find them helpful. I'm sure a lot of you may already have some form of daily intention setting or some process that you go through. Uh, but I thought I'd just touch on this once more as it does come up quite a bit. And to be honest, I think it's quite interesting. So really what we're doing is a couple of things. One is we're putting aside some time and we're doing two things in that space of time. One is physiological. So one is at the bottom level. And I've talked about this before in the, in the episode titled The Power of Coaching. We talked about this concept of perception, of being aware of what is happening around us in our immediate environment and our immediate circumstances right now. Begin with to answer the question, you know, what is really going on here? And this is also bringing in the physiology because the perception, what we're perceiving directly impacts our hormonal profiles, what the way we're responding to that environment. So that's the first part is this base level of perception of uh, presence and to me, this is done with a breathing practice. It could be done with any type of practice. I know people have lots of different ones. For me, it's a breath, 
attention practice. So simply noticing the breathing, breathing uh, one of a few different types of breath work or breathing exercises, and then sitting into the breathing, simply noticing, observing the breathing. Uh, you could call it meditation. You could call it whatever you want. For me, it's done seated. Uh, for me, it's done first thing in the morning at uh, six o'clock. So right upon waking. So that's the first chunk, right? Is this presence, is this physiological level, this state, this perception level. And really, this is kind of cleaning the slate. If we don't do this, we have the alternative, which is just to start the wheel, right? Just to start the wheels in motion. And we may be carrying things through from the day before, uh, stuff that's not closed in the subconscious mind, tasks that we need to do, all of these things, which are not bad in themselves, but if it's starting us off on the wrong foot physiologically or in terms of our perception, it can be a lot harder to cultivate that presence, uh, which is so powerful for us in our work as the day unfolds. So that's the first section. The second section is conscious awareness around what we want to happen in the day ahead. Of course, things are gonna change. Of course, we need flexibility. Of course, we need to put out fires. But really looking at, okay, cool. If, if I have it, if I recognize that I have choice in my narrative, if I recognize that I have choice in who I support and how I show up, what do I want that to look like? How do I want that to feel? And then within this one, uh, there's a space for, um, you know, some tasks, some non-negotiables, some things that are kind of needing to happen. Could be fires that need to be put out. It could be people that you need to call. And so it's bringing awareness or attention to these higher level uh, important things that we need to do. One of the big things that I see with uh, daily tasks and daily setups that people do is they, they really bite off a lot. And it's not that people can't get a lot done. It's just that for a lot of people, especially in small business, especially in the earlier years, is that their nervous system's not adapted to such a high amount of output so early. So when they get such a lot on that list, on that task list, there becomes this feeling of overwhelm, which is quickly uh, transmutated into distraction and avoidance. And then comes the self-judgment or the judgment. And it can be kind of a, if nothing else, non-productive loop. And so what we try to do is avoid that. So I use a basic uh, sheet to go through this stuff. It's very simple. I'm going to run through some of the questions on the sheet, uh, on the first part of the sheet today. And then I'll go through the daily reflection on another one. So that's kind of at the two setups uh, before I forget, what, before I begin. One is the the presence, the physiological, and then the, the second is the uh, thought, emotion, language level. So we're moving into the behaviors, the actions that we want to get done. So this is, of course, trickling up into the performance. To me, they, they, they must coexist. So to me, having had, uh, you know, 10 years plus off and on of different meditation practices, sometimes heavy, sometimes full retreats, down to sometimes nothing as well. Uh, I have found that for me, this some form of, of practice uh, in silence with the breathing, with the breath, the attention, 
make such a difference in terms of the rest of the day that it's basically a part of the program. It's part of the, the system. It, it makes me happier to do this, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Now, sometimes it doesn't happen. That's the other thing too. And we'll get to this concept a little bit later in terms of if we miss things, that sort of stuff. So the way it goes is there's this sheet and what happens, I'll run through it for myself. The, the alarm clock goes off. Uh, instantly there's things that I'm aware of that need to be done or needed to be done from the day before, things that are left open. And we all have this. Uh, so the first thing is to notice that and then I'll try to become present back to that literal place where I am. So back into the bed, in the bedroom, to the body. Uh, and this is momentary, right? But what it's doing is setting up the next bit, which is to go and sit. So for me, there's a certain spot in the house uh, and there wasn't for a little while and I was kind of uh, out of sorts because I didn't have my spot. Uh, whereas in the previous place that I lived, I had a great spot. So I had to find a new spot. It sounds kind of silly, but uh, it makes a big difference, especially for me. The energy's kind of got to be right. It allows me to come back to that place, sit down and cultivate a bit of a routine or a little practice here. So I'll go and sit from usually about six o'clock to 6.20, 6.30, something like that, and simply bring attention to the breathing. So for me, um, I'll go through a number, one of a number of different things kind of early on to bring the attention and then sit into the breathing with a more of a meditative sort of practice for the rest of that time. Now, uh, for me, it's nothing too strict. It's nothing that's too set. Sometimes it changes. It's a little bit messy. It's what's come to be uh, my practice over the last 10 years or so. Each person may have something different and it may be a morning walk. It may be something different uh, with that element of presence, with that element of mindfulness and attention to the breathing, to the body, to the moment. From there, I have these yellow sheets of paper and the sheets are yellow because I like yellow paper. And what I did is went into Officeworks and when I printed out my last batch of daily tasks and intention sheet, I just fed the yellow stuff through there and it came out great and it makes me happy. Uh, so what I do is I sit down with the daily task and intention sheet. It has the date up the top. It's on a clipboard, it's loose paper and I've got uh, hundreds of them printed out waiting for their, their turn and the dates the top right and then it says daily tasks and intentions at the top and the first question is have I done my breathing today have I done my practice and sometimes it's no sometimes I write no and there's a mental note to maybe fit that in with a walk something else one reason or another it hasn't happened at that time in the morning but nine times out of ten is a yes so that's just a little check-in. And I might make some notes there, the nature of the mind, the nature of the body, what did I feel was the attention. Uh, so a little bit of a note in terms of the, the color, the, 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 t the texture of the breathing. How did everything feel? What did I notice in that sort of mind-body space? Uh, and then it moves on into setting intent. So from that point forward, we're looking at what's coming up. And the first thing is the question of how do I want to feel today? 
And this sounds very simple and it sounds a little bit, uh, you know, basic. And of course, this is gonna change. We have emotional, mental, emotional responses to all sorts of stuff that pops up during the day. But it, it, it's a subtle reminder that we have choice and we have choice in narrative and we have choice in our effort to show up to see what's happening uh, in reality around us and that we have choice in terms of how we respond to that and that the summation of this over time can create different ways of being, different ways of feeling. So sometimes this will be productive and present. Sometimes this will be happy. Sometimes this will be, um, you know, efficient and uh, helpful. Sometimes it's uh, to feel as though I'm being of service to people. So it'll generally be something, of course, it's, I mean, it's always something positive. It doesn't mean that there's always positive feelings. It's simply setting an intent. And within this line, sometimes I'll look at what I have coming up and I'll see how this maps to it. So it's kind of like setting things up for gratitude a little bit. So if I want to feel happy and uh, I've got a little bit of a space down below for some notes, I might you know, um, say that I'll go out, get out for a walk at two o'clock. Uh, like today, I'm gonna get out for a walk at 2 p.m., been working solid back to back all morning and I'm really looking forward to that walk. And it just, it just brings gratitude even to the work that I get to do now to recording the podcast because I've set this up. I framed it a little bit. So if you're listening, I'm actually looking at this piece of paper right now. So it's kind of helping me through and I can sort of uh, un unwind what's going on or what happened or how it plays out. Okay, so that's the, the second question. First question, have I done my breathing or my practice today? Number two, how do I want to feel today? Number three, who needs my support? And yes, we need to fill our cup up before we uh, fill the cup of others. And for me, part of my work lies in consistently showing up. So it's it's being there for people. Uh, I'm in, you know, relationship with lots of different people. And these people, I, the, part of the agreement in terms of how I've uh, agreed or framed up these relationship is that I provide support for different people at different times. And sometimes other people bring support or provide support for me. But this is just a little bit of a cue for me to think about previous conversations, think about people I haven't spoken to thinking uh, recently or thinking about people who maybe going through something at the moment or that I haven't talked to in a while. And I just jot their name down. And this will be a message later on. This will be a call. This will be something. It's not usually a scheduled support like a coaching call or something of that nature, which I've already got. This is over and above. Uh, sometimes it's a gratitude note. Sometimes it's a thank you card in the mail. Sometimes it's uh, a gift or a note or, uh, as I said, a text. Some form of communication to extend a hand, to extend an arm, and to kind of uh, bring that energy outward. So that's the question number three, who needs my support? And you know what? Sometimes, I think a couple of weeks ago, I wrote me, you know, and it was literally just giving as much as I could back to myself that day. So there's no right, there's no wrong. It's just to bring appreciation for humans, for relationship, for the people around us, the people we work with. 
Number four, the, the uh, kind of the last question on this part is three non-negotiable tasks. And this stemmed originally from uh, one of my earlier uh, mentors and friends, Pete Jacobs, who I mentioned in a previous podcast, actually, it's coming up a lot at the moment. Uh, but he had a, a practice that he used in his training as a pro athlete, a triathlete. And it was what three things can I do, do I need to do today to move me towards my goal? And the caveat, the fine print for him was, you know, his goal was winning a world title. And this allowed him to include things like rest and recovery. So it was kind of like three training sessions, but it didn't necessarily have to be swim, bike and run. He would, he would allow himself to include a recovery nap uh, a stretch or mobility session, uh, a walk with the dogs. And then the next day, if you felt better, it might be a, a run or a swim. And so these three things allowed him to break away from the need to always be doing, always need to be training and zoom out and look long game and bring in things which could help him to move forward uh, in other ways, which are a little bit less tangible. So three non-negotiable tasks, uh, you know, it might be people need to call, things you need to do. Uh, these typically will be, you know, big three and hopefully, hopefully they're moving you closer towards your long-term uh, goals or projects that you're working on. <clears throat> and it also takes away a little bit of the stress if things, uh, you know, if you get a bunch of curveballs later in the day and a lot of stuff kind of gets flipped upside down, you get to look at these three non-negotiables and basically get them done, right? And that's the, that's the main goal there. That's the focus. Uh, again, with this one, it's spurring that thought. It's spurring that intention. And it's also reminding us of our bigger goals and bigger visions as well that we're working towards. Then there's a box and in the box it's empty and it just says notes for the day, reminders, uh, quotes or otherwise. And basically what some days in here I'll write literally everything I need to do that day. Other days in here I'll, I'll write little reminders. Uh, other days in here I'll write, um, you know, something I've been thinking about or a topic for the blog or a podcast, things of that nature. It's kind of like a bit of creative freedom in this space for the day hit. That's it. There's another part of the sheet, which I'll get to on another episode, which is the daily reflection. But this first part is the, the top two thirds of the piece of paper. And from there, the clipboard with that piece of paper sits on the desk and I can see it right now. And then below that clipboard are the papers for the next day. And in this simple manner, I'll just go through and basically it's a rhythmical, a cyclical process or practice just to bring some attention, some intention, some presence. And what I find is that it is not a 100% hit rate, but the moving average of the result of breathing, doing the breath work, be holding myself accountable to this, uh, being real, have I done this? And then setting intent for the day ahead and what needs to get be uh, get done. The, the moving average is positive. It is a, a net positive impact. Uh, 
and although it's simple it works and I find it not too overwhelming it's also quite quick uh, other things there's a bit of there's of course some sort of daily physical practice for me uh, which will ebb and flow and change and I actually don't do that stuff early any movement that I do early is is very as gentle as slow um, I'll move around with the spine that kind of thing but it's not intensity I haven't trained with intensity in the morning or done any intense training first thing in the morning for a long time and I, I find it just doesn't serve me to be honest so I do that stuff later in the uh, morning ideally 10 o'clock is perfect but if not two o'clock something like that will still work uh, typically no later than four for me but that's just kind of a side note sort of stuff that's it hope you enjoyed this little one set the daily tasks and intentions if you don't know where you want to go it is far more difficult to get there same on the big time frames the longer stuff the quarters the years uh, but specifically here in this one the day if you're finding that you're distracted if you're finding that you're uh, not doing the deeper work if you find that your consistency is lacking you're patchy it's not happening for you then get yourself some sheets if you get stuck send me an email and I'll send you the PDF for the sheet and um, get get cracking cultivate this this practice cultivate something so that you get some daily intent because it's too easy uh, out of you know 30 days in the month it's too easy to miss 10 of them due to distraction which is a third of your time uh, which is going to eat a huge chunk out of your ability to move towards where you want to go that's it for today hope you enjoyed it send me any questions if you got them john at johntmarsh.com daily tasks and daily intentions jump on it see you on the next episode thank you so much as always and have a great afternoon you know this is for the the health you know the longevity of your business and your tribe and yourself your relationships um, so it's invaluable you know this is an area that no one really speaks about most you know amazing small businesses big businesses that you know kind of value clients value team you know kind of um, they have to have the soft skills in play because it humanizes everything. It's about people. Access Potential Academy or APA program is a six month program for small business owners who are looking to grow, looking to develop the foundational skills, the soft skills that are needed to create and sustain a small business in the long game. If you wanna cultivate more empathy, the ability to communicate, connect, express articulate your point of view understand group communication and lead groups more powerfully then this might be something that you want to check out these are the skills of the future and if you're interested in finding a little out a little bit more about the access potential academy program send me a quick email john at johntmarsh.com always love to hear what you're looking to create and of course see if the apa program might be of assistance.